Hello, I'm Nikki Patrick and welcome to It's Somewhere in the Bottom of My Handbag. Today we are rummaging for top tips on dealing with stress. Angie's advice has been spot on and I've been using these top tips on a daily basis. So let's just jump straight in so you can benefit from these tips too. And I'm delighted to welcome Angie McGrandles, who is a mental well-being expert. Hello, Angie. How did you get into all of this? Hi, Nikki. Yeah, like you said, um, I'm a mental well-being expert and founder of a company called The Mind Tribe, which is a workplace well-being consultancy. And we work with teams and individuals on up-leveling their mindset and teaching them techniques, strategies and tools to really bring their A-game to life. And before setting up the Mind Tribe, I worked in corporate comms and I've always been into mindset, general brain training and well-being. But quite a few years back, my husband was diagnosed with a brain tumor and that made me really reassess my life. And it got me slightly obsessed as well with the brain and how it works So I retrained and I set up my business and I've now got clients that I'm working with across the UK and globally all on um, well-being and mindset. And how's your husband now? He's very well, thank you. Yeah, Um, his tumours shrank, but it's still there, but it's you know, it's at bay and he's, he's keeping fit and healthy. So he's really well, thank you. Oh, that's good to hear. I mean, the brain is fascinating, isn't it? I mean, I mean how much of our brain do we actually use? It's a tiny percentage. Well, the thing with our brain as well is it's it's so complex and people think, you know, your your brain is, is is almost kind of set in stone, but you can train your brain to think differently. And that's the beauty of it. Once you understand how your brain works, especially in the context of things like stress and anxiety, and you, you can then understand our behaviors and why we respond and react in certain situations. And how long do you think it takes to retrain a brain? Um, it, 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 to be honest, it's about repetition. And the more you repeat something, the stronger your brain becomes because your brain is just another muscle. If you wanted, say, a six-pack, you would have to go to the gym every day. You'd have to eat really healthily and you'd have to train, you'd have to plank, you'd have to do sit-ups crunches a lot. And it would take you a good couple of months to get that six-pack, but it would eventually come. And the same applies to your brain. What you, If you want a fit body, it's all about how you train it and what you put into it. And the same applies to your brain. It's about how you train your brain and what you absorb, what you take in, what you feed your brain. And I think it takes roughly... Um, I think for something to become an automatic habit, it takes, you know, a minimum, I would say, of like 12 weeks. Right. Okay. Well, that's doable, though, isn't it? You know, you can sort of set your focus and think, right, in 12 weeks, I'm going to notice a real difference. Definitely. Now, you've got three top tips for us today on stress. Yes, I've got three stress management techniques. Um, One's a preventative strategy to help keep stress at bay. I've got an in-the-moment tool as well to help you reduce your stress levels and feel calmer and a tool to help you address your stresses. So the first tool I've got is mind drilling. And mind drilling is a preventative strategy to help you rewire your thinking to prevent stress. 
And mind drilling is when you literally drill a thought into your mind. So, Nikki, if you think about the things you were taught at school, like the rhymes and the mnemonics to help you remember a maths rule or a spelling of a tricky word, that tends to stay with you for life. And I bet you still remember some of them. I know I do. I definitely remember I before the E except after C. And that's mostly because they were drilled into us. And to understand better why mind drilling is so effective, let me just tell you a little bit about our brain. So what we focus on, so what we think, where our energy goes, really influences our language and in turn our behaviors. So if we think a thought often enough, it becomes a belief, it becomes part of our subconscious thinking and eventually a habit. So if you think a situation is stressful or you feel that you're stressed and you think that you're stressed, it will influence what you say and what you do. So the trick is to mind drill a thought that counteracts that negative stress thought. So for example, your mind drill might be, oh, I don't know, I'm totally calm and in control of my day because that counteracts kind of the stress thought. So a bit like when you're at school and you were singing your time te- times table, you need to have your mind drill on repeat. So when you're brushing your teeth on a morning, mind drill that thought. Mind drill, I'm totally calm and in control of my day. When you're exercising or walking your dog, mind drill that thought again and so on until it becomes part of your subconscious. And we operate in our subconscious 90% of the time. It's our default setting. It's a bit like our automatic pilot. So through mind drilling, you are creating an automatic thought. So why not make that automatic thought a positive one? that's going to keep your stress levels low. I absolutely love that. That That's so brilliant and so doable. So doable. Now, my second tip is a great in-the-moment technique to take you out of a stressful state. Now, our prefrontal cortex, or our PFC, is the part of the brain involved in thinking and planning. And this is where stress and anxiety come in. You see, when we get stressed, our PFC goes offline. And when the PFC is offline, we can't make logical and rational decisions. So you need to calm your nervous system and get your prefrontal cortex back online as quickly as you can. It's like, you know, you need to press pause on this fearful cycle that's about to play out this stress cycle. Then you can respond. Then you can make good decisions. And I always say stress reacts, resilience responds. It's about responding rather than reacting. And the quickest way to do this is breath technique. Now, 478 is a brilliant breath technique, and there's been loads of scientific research that evidences the benefits of this particular breathing um, sequence. And it's really, really easy. You just need to just take a breath, then try breathing in for four counts, hold for seven, and exhale for eight counts. And do this around two or three minutes just to slow everything down and help calm your nervous system. And what I always do is I always kind of grade, do it for two or three minutes, then grade how I feel on a scale of one to 10. And one is totally zen and 10 is super stressed. And if I'm nowhere near a five, I just keep doing it until I get to about a four or a five. And then I know when I'm in that kind of four or five zone, I'm in a good mental state to make decisions. So just practice 478 um, and that will really kind of slow everything down and help calm your nervous system. And the great thing about breath technique, you can do it anywhere. It's the most underrated tool that we have. It's right under your nose and you can just do it wherever you are. Yeah, and people don't even know that you're doing it, do they? Exactly. That's the beauty of it. 
Oh, I love that. So four, seven, eight. Thank you. And what's your third one? So my third tip is going to help you if you're going through a stressful period. Now, I find that if you're going through a stressful period, keeping a stress diary can be really useful. So going through the process of logging anxious moments is really good for understanding the causes of short-term stresses in your life. And this is important because often these stresses flit in and out of our minds without getting the attention and focus that they deserve. And I know sometimes I've been stressed and I don't even know what actually the root of the stress is because you're so busy with life. Like I said, they just flit in and out of our minds. And a stress diary can give you insight into how you react to stress. And it can also help you identify the levels of pressure at which you prefer to operate. Because, you know, after all, a little bit of pressure can be a good thing. We sometimes need a bit of stress just to get us over the line and get things done. So try keeping a stress diary for two weeks and log all your stresses. So what is the cause of your stress? Log the time and the date because sometimes there's a correlation between that. And log how you felt in the moment. So how did you feel right then on a scale of 1 to 10? Obviously, 10 being super stressed, 1 being not stressed at all. How did you respond on a scale of 1 to 10? And how you felt afterwards and what you could have done differently? And once you've kept your diary for two weeks, you can start to analyze it. And first look at the different kind of stresses that you experienced during the time you kept your diary. Highlight the most frequent. Also, the ones that were most unpleasant. Look at your assessments of their underlying causes and your appraisal of how well you handled the stressful event. You know, do these highlight any problems that need to be fixed? And if so, list the areas, write them all down. Next, look through your diary and look at the situations that cause you stress and list ways in which you can change these situations for the better. And finally, look at how you felt when you were under pressure and explore how it affected your happiness, your effectiveness. Was there a middle level of pressure at which you were happiest and operated and performed best? And having analyzed your diary, you should fully kind of understand and get a better picture of the most important and frequent sources of stress in your life. And you should appreciate the levels of pressure at which you were happiest. You should also know the sort of situations or the people that cause you stress. And that's going to help you prepare for them and manage them going forward because your next step is then to get your pressures under control because once you're aware of your pinch points, you know, what is it that's making you stressed? You can then take preventative measures to handle them. And, what, you know, once you've got everything written down and you go through them, they don't always seem as bad when they're written on paper and they're often more manageable when you go through this process of analysing them. Angie, this is brilliant because you're giving everyone back their control, aren't you, of their own lives? Exactly. And these are really simple things. I mean, I think we're all going to be thinking, if you know, when we're brushing our teeth in the morning, going, I'm calm (laughs) and in control. (laughs) Well, you know, you can mind drill anything. I love mind drilling. I'm a runner. So I use mind drilling when I run, when I feel really fatigued, when I don't think I can go. I'm like, you know, strong legs, strong mind, strong legs, strong mind. And it helps push me that bit further. So mind drilling is brilliant. And like you said, you know, it's about taking control because control and perception are the biggest causes of stress. Yeah. So it's about changing your perception, changing your mindset and taking control where you can. Angie, can you be my next door neighbour, please? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I'd like you to live next door and then you can constantly it, remind me of all these things. But I mean, this is brilliant. You've given us three really good tools that we can all store away and pull out when we need them. No problem. My pleasure. I hope um, your listeners find them really useful. Oh, I'm sure. And Angie, how can we find you? I am on Instagram and I'm on Facebook at The Mind Tribe. And my website is themindtribe.co.uk. Angie, you are a genius. Is your phone constantly pinging? <laughs> um, I do tend to help friends out and family when they're having stressful days. But, you know, even the stress coach gets stressed. I I'm have sure. days when I'm not at my best, but it's just about taking a step back, pausing and just pulling out the tools you need for that moment. Yeah. Well, you've certainly enabled us to be able to reduce our stress levels and retrain our brains. Thank you so much, Angie. I think that has been really invaluable. Thanks, Nikki.